What is up, Janksters? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And today we have an edition of the Overthinking MTG podcast, where we are talking about one of the March of the Machine spoilers. And uh, honestly, <clears throat> I find this card very frustrating on a pretty fundamental level. And it's not because it's not cool, because it is a cool card. It's Thalia and the Gitrog monster. We have Thalia riding the biggest, baddest frog monster in the multiverse. Well, one of them anyway. I'm sure Grolnock would have a thing or two to say about that. But... This card is really cool from a very fundamental perspective, but as a fan of the game, it has a mechanical detail that makes me very frustrated. So let's get into it and let's explain it. And as a result, actually, this card should be very special. And I believe because of this gripe that I have, it's really not, and that's unfortunate. So Thalia and the Gertrug Monster, it is one white, black, green for a 4-4 First Strike Death Toucher. You may play an additional land on each of your turns. Creatures and non-basic lands your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped. And whenever Thalia and the Gitrog monster attacks, sacrifice a creature or land, then draw a card. So bottom line, this card is incredible on its face. It is a very, very, very powerful creature on a ton of different axes. And on top of that, it has a stat line that matches its mana value. That's nuts. The fact that we have a 4-4 four, four for 4 with all these benefits is insane. The issue that I have with it is that it has First Strike and Death Touch. Now, flavorfully, this makes sense. The Gitrog monster has Death Touch. Kind of, I believe every iteration of the Gitrog monster we've ever seen, whether we're talking about the alchemy one or the actual one that was printed in paper, um, which is just the Gitrog monster, those have death touch. So, okay, Gitrog monster has death touch. We've seen it. We know that. Cool. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, does the alchemy one? I don't even remember. Don't even care. I've even played with it. I know it has menace. Anyway, regardless, we associate Death Touch with the Gitrog monster. Makes sense, cool. And Thalia famously has First Strike. I believe every iteration of Thalia, definitely Thalia, Guardian of Thraben, who's the one that we know uh, the most, <laughs> is uh, especially now in Standard, she has First Strike. So okay, Death Touch and First Strike, thematically, if these two characters are gonna get together and work together, then it makes sense that they would have that combination of keywords. Okay, cool. And then the other abilities are just truly bananas. We'll get into that in a second. The reason that I have an issue with this is because Glissa Sun, what Sunslayer just entered standard, and Glissa is a black green creature with first strike and death touch. Prior to Glissa, the new Glissa being printed, one of, if not the only, other creature in all of Magic history to have that combination of keywords printed on the card itself was the previous iteration of Glissa, Glissa the Traitor. And it was a big freaking deal. The fact that that card had Death Touch and First Strike, it meant that it never lost in combat. Ever. If it's going up against another creature, that creature, well, not never, that creature would have to have protection from one of Glissa's colors, it would have to have indestructible, some way to prevent the damage, uh, or Glissa was going to kill it on the first strike damage, and therefore it would never get a chance to swing at Glissa, unless it itself had first strike. No matter what its toughness was, it could be a 10-10, 20-20 even, and the little 3-3 Glissa blocks it, kills it on first strike damage, no regular strike damage occurs. Cool damage, bro. Like, nothing happens. And, like, even Trample, like, doesn't... It gets blanked by having Death Touch and First Strike. It's a very powerful combination of keywords. And so, them appearing on 
one individual card together was very special and it made Glissa the Traitor really stand out. Fun fact, Glissa the Traitor has another ability on her. And it's one that most people don't even know because like it doesn't come up very often. Uh, to the point where I'm actually having to look it up real quick, don't mind my clicking. Glissa the Traitor, whenever a creature an opponent controls is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Cool, good effect, and she's and she's a zombie elf, so that's useful too. So, cool, relevant, two relevant creature types. As a commander, she's incredibly powerful, and you can build a deck with a lot of artifacts to take advantage of some of those abilities, but really what made her stand out in combat was the ability to, you know, um, first strike death touch. And so the fact that we have another version of Glissa that has first strike and death touch, okay, that was kind of special. That made that card unique and stand out in a very cool powerful way and with power creep going the way it is we could kind of get away with that in standard and it made the new glissa good without being incredible and actually the new glissa is is also pretty great because she has an she has a deal damage trigger so when you attack it's like do you block and just kill and and the thing dies whatever it is or do you take this and give me this value uh one of which is just draw a card like so <laughs> it's kind of this cool catch-22 that that card puts your opponent in. Now, Thalia and the Gidrog Monster, it's kind of like that cranked up to 11 because it's a 4-4. So all of a sudden, Thalia and the Gidrog Monster can kill Glissa in combat. They trade because it's both first strikes, but still, like, that that's wild to me. And then on top of that, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. That alone is worth the price of admission. Creatures and non-basics uh, enter the battlefield that your opponents control enter the battlefield tapped, which is an ability on one of the Thalias. So that makes sense. So th like first ability there is Gitrog, next is Thalia. And then whenever Thalia and the Gitrog monster attack, you sacrifice a creature or land and draw a card, which is kind of, that that is very similar to the Gitrog monster's ability where on your, I believe upkeep, you have to sacrifice a land but then you get to draw an additional card and you get to play an additional land on each of your turns. So this is a flavorful representation of these two characters working together. But the fact that it has first strike and death touch just means that cards with first strike and death touch are no longer special. And that bothers me because that should be a big deal. And now we're at a point where it just is here. I wouldn't be surprised if we're, we start seeing creatures that have native death touch and trample printed on them as well, which is another combination that is insanely powerful because with the way that death touch and trample works, if a, if a trampler has death touch and they attack, any blocker can only soak up one damage and all the rest is considered excess and tramples through, which is wild. Like it's very powerful. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing that now too. And when you have these combinations that should be special and they start showing up all over the place, it stops being special. And that's unfortunate because, I don't know, it was a neat thing. We had a cool thing going. And it happened to be in my favorite colors, by the way, black and green, like black, green, and whatever, I'm in. I'm I'm just in, I love it. Like that, the, the moment you add Golgari to anything going on, I'm happy. Um, you know, like, actually it's funny, if you look at my commander decks, I've got Sultai, I've got Rakdos, I've got Jund, like, I've Jund now, fortunately. You know, it's, and I've got, or not Rakdos, sorry, I have Abzan. I do have a Rakdos deck, but that's irrelevant to this conversation. And Abzan is actually one of my favorite combinations. Adding white to the mix is great. So this is the kind of card that I want to play with and I want to build around, but it's just, I don't know. It, it's unfortunate that we've seen this influx of first strike death touchers. I think that it, it kind of, 
I don't know, as Syndrome put it in, in The Incredibles, when everybody is super, nobody will be. And that's what we have here. We have a situation where this combination is nowhere near as special as it once was. And uh, I don't know, that's unfortunate. Well, thank you so much for checking out the video. Sorry for being so negative. At the end of the day, the card is awesome and I want to play with it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to be building with this card the moment I have access to it. I just, the legacy of First Strike and Death Touch is kind of being diluted a bit. And that's a bit of a bummer. Anyway, that's all. It's just a little bummer. Not the end of the world. Magic's not dying. I'm not trying to be a doomsayer or anything. It's just kind of, I don't know. As somebody who likes the older cards, this is really outclassing what we've seen in the past. In any event. Thank you so much for checking out the video or the podcast, uh, whichever variant you're, you've tuned into. Thank you. I appreciate you, and I will catch you on the next one.